Welcome back to the Code 1098 True Crime Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This week's case takes us to Benton Harbor, Michigan. On the evening of February 15, 2001, around 6.30 p.m., 12-year-old Stephen Earl Kraft Jr., known to his family as Stevie, took his dogs outside to play and walk around. His mother has said that he told her he would be back soon. He would never be seen or heard from again. It wasn't unusual for Stevie to take his dogs out to walk and play. It also wasn't unusual for Stevie to take the dogs over to his older sister's home that was nearby. When Stevie didn't make it home for dinner, his parents assumed that's where he had been the whole time. Around 9 p.m., his mother called his sister to see if Stevie was still over at her house. It was then that she learned Stevie had never went to his sister's house at all that day. Stevie's father immediately went out to search for him and the dogs. Stevie's father quickly learned that a neighbor had seen Stevie around 6.45 p.m., which would have been about 15 minutes after he left home. The neighbor stated that they had observed Stevie with both dogs headed towards a nearby field. At this point, Stevie's parents contacted the police. The winter days in Michigan can be harsh. The nights are even colder. When Stevie left home, he didn't bother with a hat or glove since he didn't plan to be out long. An officer arrives and helps Stevie's father search for him. They were able to locate footprints and paw prints for approximately two blocks. All of the prints had faded away near a building called Harbor Haven Ministries. They began to worry that Stevie might have taken the dogs into the woods. Although he was familiar with the area, the terrain was snow and ice covered and could be dangerous to navigate. His father believed that Stevie would have unleashed a dog to send home if he was actually hurt and stuck in the woods. The search to find Stevie went on throughout the night until morning. They found no signs of Stevie or his dogs. At this point, police raised the possibility of Stevie running away. It was quickly ruled out after interviewing his family, friends, educators, and classmates. In addition, other than the dogs, Stevie did not take anything from his home with him when he left. That day, Stevie's father, along with a small army of volunteers, began searching every part of the wooded areas, ditches, barns, and gullies. They had covered an eight-mile radius and in an area around the Kraft family home and found nothing. The police looked into a few tips they received about possible sightings and were able to quickly rule those out. The following day, Michigan State Police brought in their bloodhounds to look for Stevie's scent. They did initially pick up a trail, however, they quickly lost the scent at the end of Stevie Street. The hounds were then taken to a nearby wooded area where there was no indication of Stevie or his dogs. Since the hounds did not find a scent near the woods, the police ruled out that Stevie went into the woods the day he disappeared. The only thing clear at this point is that Stevie and his dogs walked near the building of Harbor Haven Ministries. The hounds did track Stevie's scent heading in the direction of a frozen pond behind the building, but the scent stopped after a few feet. The pond was frozen over with a thick layer of ice. It was thoroughly examined for cracks or fractures. Investigators found none and ruled out the possibility of Stevie falling into the pond. That evening, a helicopter flew over the area using infrared technology to see if they could find a heat signature. Once again, nothing was found. The following day, more than 100 volunteers joined the search for Stevie. Members from the Benton Township Fire Department, the Benton Township Police Department, and the FBI's Violent Crimes Task Force also participated in the search. Members of the Berrien County Sheriff's brought horses to also assist with the search. Civilian volunteers used their ATVs to cover more ground. 
Some local stores donated flashlights to the search parties. The local Benton Township Pizza Hut provided food for everyone. The search again turned up nothing. Later that evening, the older of the two dogs returned home. Although she was obviously freezing cold and hungry, she did not have any physical injuries. The dog, however, was not behaving as it normally would and was showing signs of fear and anxiety by cowering at fast movements or loud noises. Once the dog was deemed better, the family let her loose to see if she might lead them to Stevie or the other dog. The dog repeatedly led them to the area near the Harbor Haven Ministries building. The various volunteers and law enforcement began searching the area once again. By Monday, the search parties had collectively searched over more than six square miles. At this point, all of Benton Heights had been searched thoroughly several times. They still found no signs of Stevie. On Monday afternoon, a member of the search party found the younger dog near an area called Blue Creek. Like the other dog, he was cold and hungry, but otherwise fine. The search parties began focusing on the area around where the younger dog had been found, but there were no signs of Stevie. Police were frustrated at the lack of evidence despite the exhaustive search efforts. The dogs were found, but where was Stevie? About a week after Stevie disappeared, the police received a tip that he had been spotted in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Although everyone ruled out Stevie possibly running away, he did have family in Milwaukee. Police did not find any evidence to substantiate that Stevie was actually in the Milwaukee area. Police continued to receive many tips in the weeks after Stevie's disappearance, but none of them led to anything meaningful to further the investigation. By the end of February, search parties had combed through approximately 10 square miles of land without finding a single clue that would lead them to finding Stevie. By April, the tips had began to slow down and police were growing frustrated. They indicated that they believe there are people in the community that know more about the disappearance than they were admitting. Stevie's parents had fully cooperated and were never considered suspects. By June, the Michigan State Police brought in cadaver dogs to search several areas, but again, nothing was found. A clip about the disappearance had even aired on a television show called America's Most Wanted. Detectives had hoped that the national exposure of the case might help bring Stevie home or at least give them something to go on. Still, nothing came about and the case grew cold. Over the next few years, sporadic searches were done in the area, but no evidence was ever found. By 2005, most of the buildings in Benton Heights, including Stevie's family home, were torn down as a part of an airport expansion project. In 2014, a news conference was held where both law enforcement and Stevie's parents pleaded for the public's help in finding out what happened to Stevie. Law enforcement restated that they believe people still living in the area had information about Stevie's disappearance and had not yet come forward. Although the case has gone cold, law enforcement and Stevie's family still follow up on leads and hold out hope that they will learn what happened to him. A vigil in his honor is held every year by his family. Sadly, Stevie's father passed away in February of 2021 at the age of 58. He never learned what happened to his son. Stephen Earl Kraft Jr. was 12 years old when he went missing in 2001. He would now be 33. He has green eyes, light brown hair, and at the time of his disappearance, he was approximately 5 feet 2 inches tall and weighed around 100 pounds. Anyone with information regarding the disappearance of Stephen are asked to please call the Benton Township Police Department at 616-926-8221.
Thank you for listening to Code 1098, giving you past, present, solved, and unsolved mysteries and murders. Check out my Patreon page for case discussions, giveaways, and more. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next week.